It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno. Very excited. Going to be joined for the hour by Tom Likas, one of the all-time radio greats. If you have questions for Tom, you can uh, join us at 800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-WABC. We'll get to as many of your questions for the hour as we can. Now, one thing I did want to mention in paying attention to the aftermath of the recent congressional primaries, it's what's happening here in New York in the 10th Congressional District. By now, you've probably heard, if you care about this stuff, that Dan Goldman has won the primary, which in this district is usually tantamount to election. Notice I said usually. Now, a lot of the progressives are pretty upset about Goldman's victory. They believe that because there were multiple progressive candidates running, and I warned people that this was going to happen, that the progressive candidates all split the vote with one another, and Goldman was able to slip in, even though 75% of the Democrats that voted in the primary didn't want him to win. But he's still just as much the Democratic nominee as if he'd gotten 90% of the vote. There is a third party in New York that's a progressive third party. It's called the Working Families Party. And apparently, one of the candidates that ran in the primary and lost to Goldman, Assembly Member Yu Lin Niu, who is one of the more progressive candidates that was running. She is strongly considering, and it looks like she's going to do it, she's strongly considering running as the Working Families Party candidate in this election. Now, I think she absolutely should. I'm all for the voters in this district having more choices and more voices. And a lot of people on the left might say, well, you only want that to happen so that she splits the vote with Goldman and a Republican is able to slip in. First of all, this district is so Democratic that I don't think a Republican is going to slip in. Second, if you're really concerned about that and not just looking to deny voters an opportunity to vote for the candidate that they want, then you'd implement ranked choice voting. As I warned, when I knew someone was going to get elected with 25% of the vote, the way to have avoided that problem in the primary was ranked choice voting and the way to avoid this spoiler effect that Democrats are worried about with you, Lynn Yu, running on the Working Families Party line is ranked choice voting. So for every Democratic pundit or politician that complains about the possibility of you, Lynn Yu, running as a third-party candidate in this general election, I don't want to hear it unless you've already done something to move the ball forward on ranked choice voting. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morning! everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Moreno. We'll get to your calls in a moment. 800-848-WABC. I'm a pro wrestling fan, self-admitted, self-confessed, and if you were a pro wrestling fan in the 70s, 80s, or 90s, chances are you know the name Ted DiBiase, especially in the 80s and 90s. He wrestled as what they call a heel or a bad guy, if you don't follow wrestling, under the name The Million Dollar Man. That was his moniker. His moniker, his gimmick, was sort of the 
he was evil, he was a bad guy, he would use money to ruin people's lives, he would use money to get what he wanted, he even tried to buy the championship belt. This was a typical interview or promo from the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. It's not what I'm up to, Oakland, it's what it all comes down to, and what it all comes down to is this, money isn't everything, it's the only thing, and everyone, everyone has a price. For the Million Dollar Man. <laughs> now, in 1988, the Million Dollar Man conspired with Andre the Giant to pay off a referee and have Andre the Giant beat Hulk Hogan for the championship. Andre pinned him. He won the championship. And the first thing that Andre decided to do was give that championship to the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. And Ted DiBiase did defend that championship at several house shows as the champion, including a match, a live match against Bam Bam Bigelow. Then the WWF president at the time, Jack Tunney, not really the president, but he was scripted as the president. He stripped Ted DiBiase of the title and there was a tournament, great tournament, to pick a new champion that the Macho Man Randy Savage won at WrestleMania 4. Here's the deal. WWE often changes its history. Sometimes it removes wrestlers from its network or even their Hall of Fame. The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, has launched a petition to make his title reign, brief as it was, official and recognized by the history books. I support this petition. I think Ted DiBiase should be recognized as a former WWE world champion. It's terrible that one of the greatest technical wrestlers of all time is not going to be remembered in history as a former WWE champion when he was. If you doubt that, ask any of the people that saw him wrestle Bam Bam Bigelow in a championship match. So if you stand with me, join me in signing the petition to make Ted DiBiase's title reign official. I've linked to it at Facebook.com slash Morano fan. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. All right, you may be tired of hearing me talk about this. If that's the case, too bad. I am going to ask you once again to please be generous and donate to my efforts to help those folks that have helped us. What am I talking about? The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is a wonderful foundation, a terrific nonprofit group, one of the greatest nonprofit groups I've ever been associated with. And it was started in memory of Stephen Siller, who ran through the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel, now the Hewell Carey Tunnel, to the World Trade Center with his gear on and then subsequently died at Ground Zero. His brother Frank started the Siller Foundation in his honor and they have done an incredible job time and time again. If there is a family that is struggling because they are the family of a serviceman that's been killed, the Siller Foundation springs into action. If it's the family of a police officer that's been killed, God forbid, the Siller Foundation springs into action. I can tell you in Staten Island, in the aftermath of Hurricane Sandy, what they did in terms of rebuilding people's homes was second to none. I am next month taking part in the Tunnel to Towers 5K run walk. I'm not sure if I'm going to run or I'm going to walk, but I'm going to do something. And I hope you'll join me. And if you can't make it, if you can't walk with me in person, then I hope you'll make a contribution to my team. You can go to wabcradio.com slash walk. That's wabcradio.com slash walk. A number of the hosts have different teams. All you have to do is click on my picture and 
make a contribution. And uh, not only will you get a tax deduction, not only will you be helping a very worthy cause, not only will you be helping me look good around here, but I think you'll feel good about what you're spending your money on. If you're anything like me, you probably waste your money on a lot of garbage from time to time. This is an example of something that's very worthy. And last year, I was proud to be the number one host in terms of fundraising uh, for the Tunnel to Towers 5K Run Walk. I'm hoping to do the same thing this year, and I can only do it with your help. So go to wabcradio.com slash walk and click on my picture. Please walk with me. By the way, if you ever miss any of these local commentaries, you can check them out at wabcradio.com, click on podcast, or... Or on any podcast app, just search Frank Morano Interviews and More. That's Frank Morano Interviews and More. Hit the subscribe button and you'll automatically get these commentaries downloaded to your phone each and every day. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. One more hour to go. Don't even think of touching that radio dial, and I will do my best not to let you down with this hour. I got to tell you a story. I have to tell you a story about a politician, a politician who was raided by the FBI, a politician who is very polarizing, a politician who had a very difficult relationship with the progressive left. I am, of course, talking about Byron Brown. The mayor of Buffalo. Yeah, you thought I was going to talk about Donald Trump, right? Well, three years ago, the FBI conducted a high-profile raid at Buffalo City Hall. And even though it's been three years, federal prosecutors haven't told taxpayers why agents executed a search warrant at a city agency chaired by Mayor Byron Brown and what records they took from it. My point is... Byron Brown had to run for re-election last year. He was defeated in the Democratic primary and then ultimately got re-elected as a write-in. He had to run for re-election last year with this cloud over him, which is completely unfair. It's been three years, and my view is the FBI and the Department of Justice owe us an explanation. If Byron Brown is under some sort of criminal investigation, they ought to say so. If he's not, they should say that. If, they, if he's not under any, inda- any danger of being indicted, they should come out and tell us why they executed this raid. The taxpayers of the United States that pay the salaries of those FBI agents have a right to know. The citizens of Buffalo who have had to deal with having their mayor under a constant cloud of suspicion for three years have a right to know. Three years is enough time. At least I think so. If not, the FBI or the Department of Justice ought to come out and explain why. They can't give us this information. But letting people just dangle in perpetuity, having them, their family, their lawyers, and their constituents in this case wonder whether or not they're a target of a federal criminal investigation, that's not what's supposed to happen. The government is supposed to be afraid of the people, not the other way around. Beam me up. To be continued. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 